Today, we're talking about what it's like to be a boss. A boss. You like that? The boss. Boss. Every time like I think of that, all I can think of is uh, Andy Samberg. Like a boss. <laughs> oh, um, the, um, oh gosh, what's the name of their band? Can't think. Lonely, Lonely Island. Island. Yeah. Yeah, when they did, uh, what's that song? Uh, we always quote, um, I don't know if it's an SNL skit or if it's a Lonely Island song specifically, mm-hmm. where she's like, my girlfriend said, hey, it's your dad. And like, no, that's not my dad. That's a cell phone. So I threw it on the ground. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually, I think that's one of their digital shorts that um, that Andy on Sandberg SNL. Did. Yeah, 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 on yeah, SNL. But uh, classic. Mix that up. So good. He's one of my favorites, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, he he gets obnoxious after a while. It's kind of like this might not be popular opinion, but Jim Carrey, he annoys me. Like as a yeah. kid, I I loved his movies, Ace Ventura, all of them were like. I never could them. get into the Ace Ventura movies, ever. As, but as a kid, right, and Dumb and Dumber, all those were great. Dumb and Dumber. I loved, yeah. As I have gotten older, it's super dumb. Like it's obnoxiously <laughs> over the top. Like yeah, yeah. Now, like I like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. That duo, <laughs> I could watch it all day long. They're great. I mean, They're. They're so good. Um, In fact, isn't that what you have on your TV when it's not a Hustle Machine logo? You're just watching Step Brothers all day? Step Brothers is on in the background. Got them on my headphones and you just let it roll. That's what I do. Nice. Nice. Not true. So, Uh, yes. You're a boss. Yeah, we're talking about... What's it like to be a boss? (laughs) Well, what's that (laughs) quote from The Office? Uh, Where he says, I want to... I always wanted to be a boss. Like boss, the the term boss used to be cool. Like that's so boss, man. Those jeans are <laughs> boss, man. Now it's like it got like a negative connotation to it, and I don't like it. Um, so we're specifically talking about being your own boss. Um, yes. but before we get into the topic, I'm Zach. This is Jason. Hey, we uh, are co-hosts of Mar- uh, Hustle Machine. We are also co-owners of Market House, a marketing mm-hmm. and website development company been running marketing and website development for over 20 years and now we are in our hustle that uh, we had for a long time we're reshaping the word hustle to make it define be defined something different than our western culture uh so today as we get into talking about boss being your own boss um what it's like uh it kind of connects to that whole theme we have the hustle culture theme but um yeah, so let's talk about some of when we when we use that word be your own boss. I think there's like this connotation that happens. A lot of people start thinking like, Yeah, oh, you're you're so lucky you get to set your schedule. You could like totally travel and go wherever you want, like all the time. Like yeah. and you could you could go work at the beach if you want to. Where that is the case, that is true. We could yeah. do that. That's not rea- oftentimes <laughs> the reality. Uh, I think people, because of social media and the social media's fault, because of social media, I think that you see all these uh, coaches or influencers that are like, they're like sitting on the beach and they're like, oh, hey, 
Oh, sorry. I was just <laughs> oh, oh, you interrupted me this... making passive income. Oh, I just made right. some more passive income. <laughs> Hold on, let me show you where I'm at. Let me show you where I'm at really quick. And then they pan. It's like, oh, it's the beach. Yeah, you could be me. So I think because you have those people, yeah. uh, they talk about the glitz and the glam, and and there's not this what it's actually like. Like yeah. what are what are the actual things that are uh, happening? Like behind the scenes that most people don't see um like the challenges how to manage your time like the peaks and valleys that you're gonna go through with work and then there's ebbs and flows of income and uh finding clients keeping clients all those things kind of go into a bucket of what it means to be your own boss that a lot of people don't think about yeah and so so like today we're gonna pull back the curtains Yeah. So like, could you be your own boss? Yes, you can be your own boss. Can you uh, work from the beach? Yeah, sure. But that's such a minority thing within the freelancing hustle world. Um, It's like it's like a dream. It's like a dream that people sell and the people selling it are the people sitting on the beach. Uh, Right. You know, and I don't want (laughs) to I feel like I got like guns triggered at me now because we're we're, because we're saying this. But I mean, it's it's valid. It's facts. But, um, you know, you can live a better life as a freelancer, as a business owner, being self-employed, hustling. You can live a better life because it because if you are successful, it will afford you freedoms that you didn't have before. So for like me. One of the biggest things of running my own business, one of the biggest perks is having the ability to, uh, like yesterday, I just sat down for lunch. I finished it pretty quick. My wife was like, hey, do you want to come with me to pick up our daughter from school? I was like, sure. I don't have to be back for another 20 minutes. Let's go. I could never do that before. I was right 30 minutes away just to sit in the office, you know, and um if we you and i wanted to pack up and you know go on a group family vacation for a week we could do that and still run the business while we were away oh wait we did that last year um you know and so like there's things that you can do it affords you other freedoms uh that you can move like we're because you're not beholden to working for a company or making sure that you save your PTO so you can dole it out in certain That's times it. and, you know, things yeah, like that. I, that right there yeah. is probably the biggest perk is, or, or saying like before I would work out, um, when I was doing my workouts, I would have to get up like extremely early just to get the workout in before I get to go into the office. Um, mm-hmm. and, or I would spend my lunch break, working out in a parking garage uh i would take all my stuff in the car and i would change in the car and i would find there was one level of this parking garage that was completely empty so like, mm-hmm. it was shaded so we live in um hot lanta no one says that by the way uh in georgia we live in georgia and it does get very hot in the summer and so i work under the in, work out in the shade so but the point i'm getting to is like now I don't have to do that. So like I, I have the capability to be flexible on my schedule. I take yeah. a morning walk uh, to get my brain going. Honestly, that's the time where when I get back to my desk, when I go for those walks and I go for one in the afternoon, those walks help me to think through some ideas, process yeah. them. And then yeah. oftentimes when I get back, I'm either listen to, I listen to a podcast or an audio book and I come back and I'm like, 
man, that, you know, that gave me an idea. And I sit down and I can flesh that out. I've worked in office place buildings before. And Jason, you have too, where that wasn't the case. Like there was a, a time where I went for a walk uh, and I, I would do walks um, regularly. And uh, it started to become a problem. They were like, you can't go and walk for five minutes. I'm like, I can't go outside just to like get some fresh air. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you know. I mean, that wasn't a problem for windows. me, but I know you had a different office culture than I did. I think there's like I don't know if you noticed, but there's no windows in this space. <laughs> you have a bunch of creatives who ha- are not in uh, an environment where there's any windows. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I thought it was a bad thing. Some of my coworkers were like, "No, it's probably a good thing. We get distracted," but I, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, but yeah, there are perks, but again, there's challenges. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest challenges that me and you have faced, um, and I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs who have kids are going to connect with this, is before when you got off work, you had decompression time in your car. Yeah. And so to make the mental switch from work mode to family mode was really simple. It was mm-hmm. easy. It was like you got home and you were ready to go. It was, yeah. right, I have had time to oftentimes I was in the car for an hour on the way home. So like, yes, I'm driving. Yes. I'm not sitting back and relaxing, but at the same time, I'm my mental capacity is going down. Right. So now I can focus when I get home, having the man, the time management where you turn off your phone or, or put your phone to the side. I'm really bad about that. And my wife gets, gets onto me for that. And rightfully so. I mean, oftentimes I will have my phone, with me and just carrying it around and an email will pop in or a phone call will come in or a text message will come in for, for work and I'll take it when it's supposed to be family time. And I think that's a really hard one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, before I had like a half an hour commute, um, for my last position that I was at before we started the company and, um, uh, you know, oftentimes I would just, no audio, no, no, no book on tape. That was usually like more like my morning routine, but coming home, I would often just turn everything off and I would just sit in my thoughts, think about the day, yeah. think about things that I've got coming up. Uh, at that time we were market house was our side hustle. And so that was the time to think about like, okay, well, what do we got coming up? Do we have, do we have clients coming up? Um, you know, what do we have going on? I know we got this project coming up next month. Like what do we need to work through? And it was like a time to just get all my thoughts out and just, you know, and um, now my commute is about 20 seconds walking down the stairs. And uh, it's hard. It's hard to make that shift uh, from like constantly thinking about everything that it takes to run a business and do a podcast and have a side hustle as well with my t-shirts. And it's like, there's a lot of things going on and 20 seconds is not quite enough. And so I feel like sometimes I get downstairs to play with the kids and see my wife and, you know, eat dinner soon after it's like, uh, there's not enough time for me to switch. And so it's just, it's sometimes it feels like it's too much. Uh, so I, I don't know, maybe I'm like, I need to, uh, stop about 10 minutes before the end of my day because I usually just run down to the end. Like if it's like, it, right. if it's okay, it's time to Same. leave. It's time to shut it down. Same. I don't shut down early enough. And I think that's a problem. 
when you're running your own, uh, when you're running your own show, because it's all on you. And so you just like, okay, I've got this much time left. I need to do this. What can I get done? Because it's all on me. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think maybe we should start cutting it like 10, 15 minutes early and just using that time to close down the tabs figuratively and, you know, Mentally. literally, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, let me close down tabs on my computer. Let me close down tabs on my brain. Like, what am I still thinking about that I can get out of there? Let me, you know, mute my phone. Let me just put it on the charger here in the office and go downstairs, you know, and just, yeah, and just end and just end for the day. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's turning off is a really, really difficult thing. Uh, when you go from, you know, uh, freelancer side hustle with a full time to moving into that job, just full time as your, as your hustle, that's a really difficult transition. It's really difficult. Yeah. That same thing with vacation. Like we, we jokingly talked about, uh, look at me, I'm working from the beach. Um, a lot of times that happens. Like when we, we did do a family vacation last year where, where yours, your family and my family, we all went away for gosh, it was, it was not quite a week. It was close to, it was like four. It was almost, three, it was three almost three a week. Yeah. Yeah. And things still ran. Things were fine. Um, it was you know, it was hard to take the, the mental switch off because when you got back, you knew you had loads of stuff to do, but that's mm-hmm. the same thing with regular nine to five. You come back every time you take it, take time off when you come back, there's always a stack of things that backed up behind that you need to get caught back up on. But right. The income is solely on you. So you taking week off means that whole week, there was no income coming in. So nine to like a regular nine to five job, you, you still have people back in the office still working that yeah. money's still churning through mm-hmm. that, that some, some cases that's, that's the case. I mean, um, we've been blessed enough to know that we have income still happening, right? So there's, it's still coming in the door. So it, it's nice to know that we're, we're not, when we take vacation, we're not dead in the water. Right. Um, and we usually plan those out. Um, but that's something you have to think about when you when you are an entrepreneur and you are a, a business owner or a, your own boss. And let's go back really quick because when we say you're your own boss, you're not really your own boss. All your clients are your boss at that point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you don't have one boss anymore like you used to. You, you have a bunch of bosses <laughs> who are now yeah. asking things of you. Um, yeah. Who can sometimes be a little bit more frustrating than working with your own boss. Because it is, you know, it could, there's a lot a, more personalities you have to juggle, right? Working as an employee of a company, there's a buffer between you yeah. and the client, typically, unless you're a customer service position, but there's usually a buffer and you're just doing yeah. work, right? You're just, right. Just go in, you perform a task and you leave. Uh, when you're on boss, you're, you're the customer service uh, agent you are the salesperson. You're the account manager. Sales, yeah. You're the accountant. Uh, <laughs> you're your own HR. Like you know, when it's all on you, you you perform all the roles at once. So yeah, um, yeah, just something to <laughs> something else to chew on when you're thinking about being a boss. A boss, but you know, it, we're talking about some of the negative things, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the focus. But there is. Uh, there's a lot of perks. There's a lot of benefits to it. I mean, for one, you never have to go and ask for another raise. If you want to make more money, just go out and make more money. Um, 
Boom. Which is which is always nice. Right. So it's so it's like I mean, but am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. You know what I mean? It's no. it, you've been in those situations and everybody can yeah. relate to this where they feel like they're underpaid and they feel like Ugh, I can't do anything. I literally can do nothing about it. I can yeah. go and talk to my 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 boss about it, but then it makes me look like I'm being. It could make me look like I'm gre- being greedy. It can make me look like I'm not happy, and now I'm going to go and try to find another job. And so then maybe they're going to start trying to find someone to replace me, uh, who could do my job cheaper. And so there's this, this constant fear that happens. But with being your own boss, that that major perk is well, you know what I got. There's a bill I need to clear up. There's something that hit that I didn't expect. So I need to go and try to find this extra money um, and make it up this week, this month to cover that bill. Um, so there is that there added benefit. What sure. about, I think, I think for me, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest perks, I guess, of being your own boss is the decision-making. So, oh, yes, you know, even though, even though we were both like directors, in fields before we started, you know, this full time, you, you still have to pitch an idea. You still have to get approval mm-hmm. for an idea. Um, and the time that it takes to have the idea, flesh it out, go and present it, get approval for it, ask for budget for it. And then it's like, it takes forever to like get things. And that's even if you, do get approval or if you do get an audience to even talk about what it is you want to do. Um, and it can, it can take a long time and it can be frustrating process. You know, when you are your own boss, you take full ownership of everything, right? So you take ownership yeah. of your ideas, you take ownership of the things that you, uh, the wins, like your ideas that win. And then you also take full ownership of your losses too. So like for me, I would rather take total ownership of being super successful or just bombing out completely um, rather than, you know, have to still go and be like, Hey, I've got this really good idea. Um, So if, do you want to listen to me for a minute? (laughs) Can Um, I tell you my good idea? Oh, you know, you hate it. And they're just like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're just shooting it down just shooting down like duck right. hunt they're just duck hunt they're just on the screen yeah and they're like that annoying dog that pops up it's like <laughs> oh that yeah, dog okay. yes that's what it's and like then you're yeah. shooting the you're shooting the dog at that point you're like, i hate you <laughs> uh we had the same childhood yep yeah but i i agree with you um at the same time, you still have to pitch ideas to clients and you still have to do all those things. Right. We've been right. we've been very lucky. We've been very blessed and lucky to have some some incredible clients that mm-hmm. it doesn't take a lot of convincing. They come, we say, Hey, we've got this really good idea, and here's what we're gonna do. We've we fleshed it out. Yeah. Um, and they say, I love it, let's run with it. Yeah. And it's like yeah, there's we go get right to work, and it's not like like you said, like a democratic. Yeah. way of going back like, like this government structure i guess you could call it in, in yeah, a regular yeah, yeah. office or you have to go through these certain procedures and they gotta weigh the budget okay then the board's got to vote on it or your supervisor's got to talk and meet to see if they can do it what is the right. budget they can get actually get approved and it's like oh my goodness okay 
forget it. I don't even remember what the idea is anymore. Like I don't even. So I, you've literally sucked all the value <laughs> of my idea out of it. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Can we just talk about how much joy there is in being able to take total ownership of your ideas, like, and just be like, "Hey, this is my idea. Let's do it." And then when you are working with a client as a you know, whether you're just self-employed, like a freelancer working solo, or you have like a, you know, a small team like us, um, when a customer, because we just talked about there's like, there's, there's far less barrier when you are self-employed or, or have a small business. Um, there's, there's a less, there's less of a barrier. So it is the most amazing feeling when a customer buys into the idea because they're buying yeah. you. Like you, yeah. like you've sold them on yourself and what yeah. you are pitching, and they're like, "Yeah, we like that." And you're like, "Oh, they like me. They, they, <laughs> they like really me. like me. Yeah, now pay me." <laughs> but still, you know, it's a it's a it's a great feeling. It is it is an amazing oh. feeling, and that's one of the great things about being an entrepreneur is because when you take when you get to take ownership of all parts of the process, those wins are much more uh what's it visceral like like you you could feel them deeply because you're so close to the source it's not like if you hit a win as a company and the client tells the owner and then the owner tells your boss and then your boss is like mentions it at the end of the meeting is like oh hey guys great work on that last job the client's super happy you're like ha they are and you're just like okay that's that's it but like you know when it's when it's all you and your own team man yeah it's best it's a great feeling yeah, it, it it's uh more gratifying, I feel like. Um, yeah. yeah. Now let, let's go into because there's uh, oftentimes especially with startups, uh there's this ebb and flow of cash cash flow. Ebb and flow of cash flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that works. Ebb and flow um, of there's funds. Feast or famine. You you hear that phrase a lot with entrepreneurs, feast or famine. Um peaks and valleys. It's, it's it's factual. It's a factual thing. Like there, yeah. you know, we've experienced ourselves where um, we take care of our employees first and then whatever's left. And then, <laughs> you know, like when it, especially when money's yeah. tight and you're like, okay, well this month was not a great month. Um, yeah. So we're not taking very much of a paycheck or if any, there had, there was, I think there has been a couple of months where we haven't taken a paycheck. Um, yeah. Just cause they're, there wasn't any. I think that's um, something that I think that's something that small business owners will feel very deeply right there. Um, I know, I know that I've talked to several business owners over the last umpteen years who were like, you know what, I've taken care of my employees, and as long as they're taken yeah. care of, I'm good. Like I can get by for a while, but I know that they depend on this, so I make sure that it happens no matter what. And yep. um, you know, when you are a freelancer and it's just you, it's a little bit different uh, because it's, I guess, a little less stressful, maybe because it's just you, you know. Uh, but uh, but maybe maybe it's not because you don't have like a team to be like, guys, listen, we're gonna we're gonna push through this, we're gonna do it together. Maybe it's a little bit more isolating because you're alone. But the peaks and the valleys, the feasts and the famine, the mountains and the troughs and you know the, the waves and the troughs you know they're, they're all it's all very real and it happens but there are things you can do as a freelancer and an entrepreneur and a hustler to help combat that so 
Mm-hmm. One of the one of the biggest things that freelancers and business owners deal with where you get into this whole peak and valley season is that you stop selling. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's really easy to like be working on something. You land a big deal, right? You land something that's going to carry you for several months. And then you put all of your time and energy into making that happen and to you know, into making that customer happy. And so you can get paid and finish the project and, and all that stuff. But then you're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, so this this paid the bill for several months, but also um, I've got no prospects on the horizon. What did I do to yeah. myself? That's a really easy yeah. thing to happen. Uh, so Very you're just normal. Keep prospecting. You know, keep reaching out. Do soft touches through email or a phone call. Just make it a point to not fall head deep into a project and lose sight of the end game, which is to always be you know, selling yourself and your product, you know? So, yeah. And I, f- I feel like another way to look at that is try if, if you're in that situation, try to make connections, network with uh, somebody else who has like a recurring supply of the ideal client for you yeah. and working out and negotiating uh, something with them of saying, listen, I have a service that I think would benefit your customers, your clients could we work something out? And then that they just keep feeding you leads. Um, yeah, that's like the best, that's the best case scenario or best situation you can get in. Um, and then just go and find another person like that, that just continue to feed that to you over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of brings like a, a bit of a sigh of relief, some comfort knowing, okay, I can take on this big project knowing these other things are still happening. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. I'm not going to get into a situation where I've spent all of my energy on this one project, all of my time on this one project that I have nothing on the horizon. Um, yeah. So, and that, that also kind of takes care of like, you know, finding those clients on a consistent yeah. basis. It It's already there. It's already built in place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that there's so many times, uh, I mean, I remember, I think we've talked about it on the show. Uh, we've had this conversation before where some of our employees, not employees, some people that I've had conversations with have said, well, you you just have all the time in the world. You can just, uh, that's great. You can go and do that because you right. can just go whenever you want to. And it's like, th- that misconception kills me because like, right. that couldn't be that couldn't be further from the truth. You know what I mean? It couldn't be further from the truth. Yes, we have time. Like this morning, I did need to take the car to the mechanic so we can get some work done on the car. But I took my stuff with me and I sat and worked while while I was getting done. Like because I had we have things to do. Like I do have the luxury to go and do things during the week when I I need to. But I also I also am still working. Whether it's on if I have my uh, laptop or my iPad. I can still get stuff done on my phone and I'm still doing things that I need to get done. Whereas most people, right. like when you work a nine to five, you just, you just go and you, you've had the day off. So most of the time they're not, you're not working on anything. So yes, that is, a, that is true. We can, we, we do, you do have as an entrepreneur, you do have or business owner. You do have that, that capability. You have that flexibility, but I mean, true. And you know, and one, one last tie in, to the whole theme of our podcast and what we do is hustle. 
hustle culture. And we talk about culture a lot. Yes. And one of the first conversations I feel like we had when we start, decided to start our company was what's it going to be like? Like, what are yeah. we going to be? What kind of company are we going to be? What kind of culture are we going to promote? What kind of things are we going to do to establish ourselves uh, internally? Like, are we are we going to be driven to this? Like, what what are we going to be? And I think that's one of the one of the more exciting things about being an entrepreneur is that you get to de- totally define that. Like, what's my company going to be? Like, do we have aspirations to be a hundred or more employees, or do we have aspirations to be, you know? a team of three or a team of 10 to 20. Like, what are we going to be? What are we going to be like? How are we going to interact with each other? Like, what's our dress code going to be like? You get to think about all of these things. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's super exciting. Like that's something that they love, you know? Yeah. I think, um, yeah, well, and with, uh, with talking about our, our particular culture, we've talked about it so many different times that it's changed so many different times. <laughs> like I remember Jason saying, uh, cause I remember saying, man, I can't wait to have like market has to be our full thing. I'm going to wear like shorts and a hat. And he's like, no, no hats, no hats ever. Do you remember this? Yeah. No shorts I, ever. When I can, when I can be a bit, um, I can be a bit much. <laughs> no but it's changed but what's that's what i'm saying like yeah, it's changed yeah, because yeah. now it's like i'm wearing a hoodie and shorts and i did have a hat on just a little while ago because uh, i need a haircut but uh, yeah i had and a hat on and shorts <laughs> yeah <laughs> but 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 you know if we if we d- we do work remotely just just for the sheer fact that we can and um saves on overhead it's it's, it's yeah. In a lot of ways, it's a no-brainer, but there may be a time where we do have to have an office uh, space that we will need to set some kind of ground rules and what what that looks like. And to your point, as a an entrepreneur, you have that flexibility yeah. and that benefit to set the culture you want. Yeah. Um, I think maybe yeah. we just do only hats. Not 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 oh. only hats. <laughs> <laughs> no, whoa. No, no man, no, no, that no, is no, not no, the no. culture that I had to create. <laughs> I Good did. luck convincing your wife of that. <laughs> uh, no, 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 not, 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 yeah, just, just hat. Like you have to wear a hat, like mandatory hats. That's, that's the word. Not only hats, mandatory hats. Like everyone <laughs> has to wear a hat in addition to clothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But depending on your entrepreneurial style, maybe that's the kind of company you want to promote maybe you work for a nudist colony and that's the yeah the thing but you have to wear setting but up. you have to wear a hat but you, you hats only hat. that's you. <laughs> you got to protect you got to protect your nose and you know this upper skin up here sure. from your this, scalp from the sun right yeah oh yeah you don't want the skin cancer got to got to protect forget the yes, other bits you protect, protect the dome <laughs> okay please please wrap this Please wrap. I uh, okay. dug myself into a deep hole. Well, again, thank you for listening today to uh, us ramble and rant. Um, uh, you can find us all on social media. F- subscribe, hit the bell, do all the things. 
share it with your friends. If you have an entrepreneur uh, mm-hmm. in your family or you, you have um, a friend that's an entrepreneur, share this podcast with them. We are building a network and a, a community of people. I shouldn't say network. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong word because we talked about yeah. that already. We're building a, uh, a community, community and we want you guys to be a part of it. We don't just to be the Jason and Zach uh, community. We we believe that as entrepreneurs, we are all that hustle machine and we want to do it this together, link arms together. So agreed. So go go to Facebook, next. type in hustle machine, find our group, join. Yes. Until next time. Later. Latest guys. <laughs>